Clemson Dubcast Wednesday, first day of December. Hope everybody out there is safe and well at TigerIllustrated.com right now, monitoring the latest developments. Brent Venables, Oklahoma. Seems like a great fit. Seems like he would absolutely take it. If offered, the only question, is he the top candidate or will he be the top candidate? We will certainly continue to track this at TigerIllustrated.com. My good friends Blake Smith and Brooke Archenhold have been part of the podcast since the beginning, way back in August of 2018. They have an accomplished team of personal injury attorneys at Parm Smith and Archenhold based in Greenville. They are Clemson people, and their skillful attorneys have decades of experience in complicated litigation matters, taking a special interest in medical malpractice, nursing home abuse and neglect, car accident cases that have left the individuals involved in serious trouble. For a free consultation at Parm Smith and Archenhold, call 866 866- 4-9-9-0-4-5-8-1, or online at parhamlaw.com. That's P-A-R-H-A-M law.com. When you're ready for a complete renovation in your home or business, open the door to more with Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Their local experience team will totally transform any room space from beautiful floor coverings to construction to finished details. Harris handles every step of your renovation process, whether it's a kitchen or living room or an industrial or educational setting, like some of the positively stunning work they've done at Clemson University. Go to discoverharris.com and experience a total renovation transformation from Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Solero Communications, formerly known as Tandem Payment, is a full-service integrated electronic payments provider powered by leading-edge technology. Solero provides a wide array of merchant solutions, simplified payments. They make onboarding, taking payments, maintaining risk management and compliance, and getting support quick and easy. At Solero, they're all about helping you achieve sustainable growth as a business. Taking payments is isn't the only thing your business needs. With Solero's solutions, you can manage inventory, sell products and services via social media, schedule staff, track sales, get reports, and much, much more. Find out more about Solero at solerocommerce.com. That's C-E-L-E-R-O commerce.com. Okay, to our conversation with the person who goes by the name Pete, we'll call him, who administers the Twitter feed Message board geniuses. He specializes in finding the crazy things college football fans say on message boards. And what a time for this feed to be alive right now. Fun conversation here with Pete. I do need to note this conversation is dated, recorded it two weeks ago. So unfortunately, does not cover some of the madness uh, that has taken place over the last week or so. Here we go. Enjoy. Okay, joined by someone who goes by the name Pete, who called me for, who insisted on on calling me and my not calling him, and there's uh, uh, no caller ID. I mean, this is like super, uh, super covert stuff here, man. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> hey, hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I I'm gonna laugh a lot in this uh, in this interview, probably more than I I do in in most. Uh, but you are the I guess um, you created the Twitter feed message board geniuses and the handle is board geniuses. And um, you have 31,500 followers. So, um, well, first of all, how did you, how did this start? Pete is your real name, is your name Pete? Yeah, we'll go with that. (laughs) Yeah. No, it is. It really is. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you know, this, gosh, I started doing it like a year ago. You know, obviously it was, the last season was a little bit strange um, with COVID and everything. And so, you know, college football wasn't quite as, um, people weren't really quite as into it last year. So, you know, I don't know if that's the case, but it just never really got a lot of traction. I didn't post a ton of stuff, but, you know, I started last, I want to say August maybe, and kind of posted through the season, um, well, really all year long. Um, So that's kind of when I started. As to why I started, I'm not quite sure, other than um, I just started visiting a lot of different message boards, um, and um, got a kick out of a lot of stuff that I was seeing. Um, and it, I thought it was both funny and somewhat comforting and to know that, you know, my fan base, which is Utah State, wasn't uh, unique in, in some of the personalities uh, that, they, that they have in terms of a fan base. So um, 
you know, that's kind of why I started. Um, and when I started, I guess. I guess listeners would perhaps be surprised to hear that Utah State has some crazed lunatics on message boards. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think from what I see, every single fan base has the exact same people in the fan base. I mean, obviously, Utah State fan base is much smaller than Clemson or Alabama, so the, the the, the number of them isn't uh, quite the same, <laughs> but the, the same people are there, uh, whether it's Utah State, Toledo, Clemson, Alabama. Um, it's just a difference in degree <laughs> or how the difference in numbers, how many of them there are, but uh, everybody's got them. So what, so you were just curious to, to see what other fan bases were saying, I guess, behind the, the veil of anonymity on, on message boards that that's really what caused you to sort of venture out and, and to check out what the other fan bases were saying. Yeah. I mean, pretty much, you know, I would really, I didn't ever even have a membership to a a message board, but I would kind of look at ours and then, you know, maybe whoever were playing that week, I would look at theirs before and after the game to see what they were saying. And then I just kind of slowly, broadened out to say, Hey, well, let's see what, what these guys are saying uh, after their game. And, um, you know, yeah, it kind of broadened out. And then I just started seeing so much, uh, funny and crazy stuff on there that I just thought, well, maybe I'll try to share these and see if anyone gets a kick out of them like I do. And then, so well, I guess fast forwarding to this week, there was a, there was a really good mm-hmm. article in the athletic, sort of profile yeah. in your whole venture. And that's actually what gave me the idea to, uh, to see if you wanted to come on the podcast. Uh, how much have you gotten, uh, I guess a noticeable bump in, in followers ever since that article ran and, or, or what, what, what have the biggest, when have the biggest jumps come, uh, during your whole, the whole progression of it? Well, I mean, I think right around the, maybe it's like the end of July, 1st of August this year, I had, I don't know, probably like 3,000 followers. And I was thinking, okay, well, if I can get up around four or 5,000 by the start of the season, that'd be great. But at some point, I recognized right around the end of July, 1st of August, that Scott Van Pelt had followed the account. <laughs> And so I just kind of tweeted out uh, that he had followed it. <laughs> and then, um, so that kind of started the jump. But then, like, uh, Stuart Mandel, Brett McMurphy, um, Pat Forty, a lot of, like, the mainstream guys started to follow, and then they would, like, retweet stuff. Um, <laughs> and it just went nuts. I mean... <laughs> Honestly, I mean, what did you say? It was like a 31 now. It was three, so that's, what, three or four months. It's like 28,000 uh, followers. It just went nuts. Really just because of those guys. I mean, they gave it some legit. I guess if you want to call it legitimacy, I don't know if I would call it legitimacy, but um, <laughs> some at least some notoriety. Um, and so people started to follow, and then you know, every day it's just uh, it gets more and more people, which which I think is, I don't know. It's funny. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I think the first time I stumbled on onto it was over the summer, and I remember looking uh-huh. at your followers and saying, "How does this only have three thousand followers? It's just too good." And it's amazing to see that it's grown that much, and and I guess less than I guess three or four months. Yeah, I mean, I always thought the same. I always thought this is funny, you know, <laughs> and I, it just didn't—it didn't really gain any traction until then. And then, I, you know, I, there's a lot of other people that I, I suppose appreciate it now, I, you know, just for what it is. It's not any special talent on my end. I'm just finding stuff that I think is nuts and and tweeting it out. But yeah, I mean, I always thought it was funny, and was kind of uh, waiting to see when it would take off. So what uh, I'm interested what, what do you make I mean you've already said that you know most of these people are the same types of people what do you make about the what do you make of the psychology or the mental makeup of I mean you got a lot of I mean I mean a lot of these these people are my customers I know a lot of them um and uh, they mostly seem pretty smart and uh 
um, educated, but does something just happen when you combine uh, sports, you know, obsessively, uh, an obsessively followed uh, pursuit with the anonymity of a, of, you know, the ability to type something where you can just sort of spout off whatever you want to? Is that, are those two sort of, the biggest factors to you in the, in the whole culture of it where people just sort of say crazy things. Yeah, I mean, I think so. So like you, uh, you know, I, for example, on the Utah state message boards, I knew personally who a lot of them were and I would see what they would post anonymously. You know, most of these guys were smart, educated, what I thought were emotionally mature, you know, people. And then I would see some of the stuff that they would post and it was what I would think would be completely out of character. But, you know, I think you have both the fact, the anonymity factor and then just the accessibility factor, right? If I'm watching a game and, you know, something doesn't go my way, now I can pick up my phone and tweet out exactly what I'm feeling and thinking or post exactly what I'm feeling and thinking right in the heat of the moment. I don't have any cool down time. I don't have any time to process whether or not this is a good idea what I'm about to type. You know, I just toss it out there and hit hit post, and there it is. Um, so I think it's kind of both of those. So just the accessibility, um, the anonymity, and then just the whole emotion that's involved. And I think that's kind of unique to college football. I don't think you get the same kind of emotion with, you know, professional sports or anything else. Um, um, I'm not quite sure why that is. I mean, I have a couple ideas, but you know, I just don't know why that, why college sports draws out so much more emotion than, than the other sports. What are your ideas? Well, I think I kind of said this in the athletic article, but you know, it, it seems like, there's more of a uh, identity that someone has with their college sports team, right? Either they went to that school and they kind of, they have a degree from that school and that school is kind of part of who they are. And so, you know, their identity for some people um, is attached to the success of, of the football team. You know, if they do well, for some reason, you know, that kind of boosts some self-esteem or some self-worth and, you know, the opposite if they lose you know they almost feel like something is uh, taken from them or um you know they feel like a, a little bit lesser because the team lost or you know if you didn't go to school you know you probably grew up your dad probably grew up taking you to games um, his granddad probably uh, grew up taking him to games so it's just kind of something within the family structure that that's what you do is you're a Clemson fan, you're an Alabama fan, you know, whatever. That's just part of your family and that's part of your makeup. And, you know, so I think there's a lot more identity there. Um, Those are my theories. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just a lot more emotion tied up in it. And just thinking out loud, uh, in the pros, how prevalent are, two teams in one two two franchises in one state uh not many and then you know you have the land grant school you typically you know the agriculture versus the the big city school i mean that ha- that's that's pretty uh that's everywhere in college and so you have those sort of generational you know you have grandparents your grandparents went to one school and so therefore your parents did and you did. And so just sort of, I I really thought of it that deeply, but just sort of thinking of it off the cuff, it seems that that, that might be a kind of a key difference and, and, or or the ingredients that, that, that that go into making people crazy. Yeah. And you got, I mean, you got all the rival, you know, the, the rivalries that are mixed in, you know, and, you know, sometimes fans are just as happy to watch their rival lose as they are to watch their team win. And so, you know, you have, it's not just an emotional tie to your team, but whoever the rival is, there's almost an equally um, intense emotional tie to your rival team to where, okay, if you lose, you know, your weekend can still be salvaged if, if your rival also loses. Right. Just devilish delight in in seeing other <laughs> other fan base suffering. <laughs> yeah, misery loves company, I suppose. You know, um, no. rivals dot com only recently, I think in the last couple of months, they or we, I guess I should say, 
created an upgrade to subscriptions where if you pay an extra, I don't know, a couple more dollars a month, you mm-hmm. can have full access to uh, maybe read only. I'm not sure, but anyway, full access to the other message boards in the network. And so people uh-huh. just eat that up, you know, because, you know, what happens oh, yeah. during the season when, you know, Florida State crashes and burns or Texas or whoever, man, you want to go and look at, you want to look at the carnage on that other message board if you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, without a doubt. I mean, you know, it goes back to what we were just kind of talking about is people, you kind of take some delight in someone else's misery, right? And to go on and, and laugh at uh, someone else's misery, um, no matter how bad your own is, um, you still laugh at someone else's. This has to be like something tribal, something hardwired and primal within us that, that, that makes us as humans want to do such a thing. Yeah. I, I can't put my finger on it, but I mean, I think, you know, I, I don't know about you, but you know, I'm, I'm the same way and my weekend can be completely ruined <laughs> uh, depending on the outcome of, you know, how a bunch of 19 and 20 year old kids, you know, perform in a, in a game on a Saturday. So wild. were you one of these people? Are you one of these people? I mean, are you, are there, are there, is there a record of, of irrational <laughs> message board posts on, on Utah state message boards from you? <laughs> no, I do not have an account. <laughs> I never have had an account. Um, but I, I look at them and, you know, I would look at them a lot before like information, you know, recruiting information or, you know, rumors or whatever. Um, so I, I would visit a lot, but I've never had an account. I've never had any, what I felt was any meaningful contribution to those, to a board in any way, shape or form. So no, there is no, no record. Um, if I run for office, I'm not going to have to defend anything. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> how many times a day do you post? How many times do you feel like you have to post at a certain frequency, uh, whether it's during the week or I guess, especially on a Saturday, just to keep up with everything. No, I've never set out. I mean, I, you know, I kind of just surf throughout the day and if I see something funny, I'll post it. Um, so some days are a little faster than others. Um, you know, Saturdays, sometimes I wished I had never started posting in the middle of the games on Saturday because there's so much, <laughs> And it occupies so much time, but that's when you get some of the best content. So I never feel like there's, oh, you know, I have to post so much, but, um, you know, obviously the, the more, you know, the more I post, the more stuff gets out there and the more people start to start to see it. Um, and then I try to spread things out as much as I can. You know, I try not to post too much Texas A&M stuff in one day <laughs> or, or, or too much Clemson stuff in one day. Um, uh, you know, depending on what's happening, sometimes that's hard, but I, I try to at least spread it out so it doesn't look like I'm, like I'm picking on any one, uh, one fan base. Some people think that's not the case, but it's true. I try, I try not to pick on anybody. But I don't have, like, a certain quota. Like, I feel like I need to do so many in a day or whatever. It also depends on how much work I have to do that day. <laughs> have you gotten complaints that you pick on certain schools? I, I really don't get too much complaints. There was a there was one – all in one day, I had Texas A&M fans saying that I was a Texas fan and Texas fans saying that I was a Texas A&M fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's really the only one uh, there was a time there were a Clemson fan I got a couple of notes from Clemson fans saying that I picked on them too much um, but that was right at the time when there was a lot I mean <laughs> there was a lot to choose from early in the season it's kind of settled down now but um, <laughs> things got nuts there for a little bit early in the season you mean like after they lost to, to, to uh, NC State and Pitt <laughs> Yeah, those first, but for, I mean, even the game, you know, they were winning games, but they were just, you know, <laughs> I mean, they were just barely, well, you know better than I do, but, you know, they were just, it was un-Clemson-like, right? I mean, and so even in the wins, it was just like a loss. It's like the Oklahoma loss to Kansas, you know, no one was feeling good about the, 
about the W. Um, so there was still the exact same emotion that you would see after they lost, um, even though they won. So there was a time there were, I think there was probably a lot of Clemson stuff on there, but it wasn't, I wasn't trying to pick out on Clemson. It was just the circumstances. You said you have a job. Um, what, what, what do you, what do you do? I mean, I know you don't want to give everything away, but what, what, what do you do? Do you have a family? What's your daily life like? Yeah, I have a family. I have a wife and two daughters um, who are just young, and uh, I'm an attorney. Um, so I, I I do try to do some work during the day. <laughs> and how old are your girls? Uh, I have one that's 11 and one that's 7. Okay. And so... How do you balance this? Like, I mean, or, like, let's say, <laughs> let, let's say you, I mean, you know, like m- most families, you want to go on a trip on a, on a Saturday afternoon in the fall or, or, or go to the park or something. Do you feel, do you feel like you have to be, um, near the computer so you can, so you can scour message boards to find some good stuff or do you put it off until no. later that night or how does that work? Uh, that's the beauty of cell phones. Um, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll do a handful of it from the cell phone, you know. So I don't always have to be watching the game, you know. I can just keep an eye on a score, right? So if I know, for example, Oklahoma's playing Kansas, I keep using that as an example. I don't know why. Um, if I see that Kansas scores a touchdown on their first drive, I know <laughs> – whether I whether I'm out of the house or not, I know I just got to jump on the Oklahoma board and I'm gonna find a million, <laughs> a million, you know, um, posts wanting to fire Lincoln Riley, wanting to bench Caleb Williams and bring back Spencer Rattler or whatever. I know I'm gonna find all that stuff just by looking at the score. So I don't always have to be right in front of the TV necessarily. So I guess it's somewhat mobile. Um, is I can take it out whether I'm at uh, one of my daughter's soccer games or whatever. I can still um, multitask, I suppose you could say. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't watch all the games. I don't necessarily think that I need to. Um, but you know, the only time I take off is if Utah State's playing. I you won't see me post anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, even, even like if okay. you're at, at at a at a soccer game, do you feel <laughs> you feel like you're you're sort of maybe sort of tied to it where you're having to be distracted to, you know, when you're watching your daughters play soccer, you're, you're during the breaks, you're, you're, you're scouring some message boards to, to find stuff. No, it's not a problem. No, no, it's, uh, you know, it's not a problem. It's, you know, pretty easy to do and pretty quick to do. I try not to give her too much attention to it. Um, it's easier than you might think. Uh, if you know what boards to go and what to look for, um, it's it's really pretty easy. Um, I, I guess now I, I generally have an idea of where to go and how to do it, and I can do it pretty quick and easy without taking too much attention away from the task at hand. You know, it's funny. Uh, earlier in the season, <clears throat> we're going – yeah, early in the season, Clemson, you know, some Clemson fans on, on our message board, you know, a common refrain was in talking about the offense, which is, has stunk this year, mm-hmm. uh, dropped off a cliff. You know, a common refrain was, you know, we need to we need to do some things that Lincoln Riley and Steve Sarkeesian are doing. You know, the orbit motion and and all the bells and whistles and the tempo and things like that, and then. <laughs> Gradually, the people they were talking about as aspiring to be like, uh, yeah. they started encountering major problems too. So then it became, uh, oh, we need to be more like you know Steve Sarkeesian, and they didn't mention Lincoln Riley because Oklahoma was having right. problems moving the ball early in the year. Uh, yeah. I guess West Virginia comes to mind when they could, they barely won that game. I think they scored sixteen points, and then yeah. and, now, and now Texas is, is a dumpster fire. They can't yeah. beat Kansas, and so it's like. It's crazy. Like I don't know who, who fans point to now as being that <laughs> ideal. Like we need to be more like this because it's, it's Lane seems, Kiffin now. Yeah, Lane no, Kiffin's like everybody everyone. wants Lane Kiffin. He's the only one left. 
As far as like yeah, offensive I mean, masterminds, maybe Mike Leach, but it's not like the Mississippi State has been hasn't been a roller coaster this year in their own right. Yeah, I mean, Lane, if you, and no matter what board you go on, anybody either has fired their coach or wants to fire their coach, they want Lane Kiffin. It used to be you freezing our bryles for some reason, and now it's, it's Lane Kiffin. Um, everybody wants Lane Kiffin because, yeah, the grass is always greener uh, on the other side. Uh, which, like Oklahoma fans, they wanted to fire for a while. They wanted to fire Lincoln Riley, and now LSU wants him. Like, ah. <laughs> No, because yeah, who I mean, then the reality sets in. Like, okay, well, who's better, <laughs> right? Nobody. And I'm sure Clemson fans would be the same. But you know, if Dabo was rumored to go to LSU, or even with Tony Elliott leaves, right? You know, because <laughs> I, I know some people wanted him gone earlier. Oh, or not earlier? Still, word. still, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, what's out there? Uh, so I mean the grass is always green on the other side and, you know it's not just Clemson fans or Oklahoma fans I mean Utah State fans wanted Matt Wells fired forever and then he gets hired by Texas Tech They're like oh <laughs> why are you leaving us anyways so everybody does the same thing and that's really the revelation that I think I've picked up on from uh, from Clemson fans, at least, who have seen have seen your your feed. In fact, I got a I got a text just a few days ago from a good friend who said, "Oh my God, I just discovered Board Geniuses on Twitter." Larry, why haven't you alerted me to this treasure chest? And and the the the, the takeaway is because when you're in your own bubble and your own silo of whatever team, I hear this all the time. You know, this message board has gone to crap. It's terrible. It's just negativity. These fans are the worst. And then it's such a it, it it's such an eye opening thing, I think, for fans of one team to discover, wait a minute, there are crazy irrational fans at Alabama too. Like they don't love they don't universally unanimously love Nick Saban and Tuscaloosa and the same with Lincoln Riley in Oklahoma. They're getting the same crap. Yep. Yeah, I mean, when I say it's the same on every board, it literally is the same on every board. You have this contingent of people who are always negative, no matter what happens, they're always negative, and then you have this contingent of people that get offended by the slightest bit of negativity, <laughs> and right, and they're and going so, at, yeah, they're going at each other, yeah, yeah. I mean, seriously, every <laughs> every single board is the exact same. I don't think the boards would really exist to the extent they do if if it wasn't that way. There has to be an opposition. <laughs> Uh, in order to create some, you know, I guess some uh, traffic there. But yeah, I mean, it's totally the same. There's everybody's the exact same. So hopefully, that's one thing people see from the feed is that look, we're no different than anybody else. We're not uh, any less reasonable or rational than anybody else. What is there? A, so so there's there's there are message boards, of course. Well, I guess there are different tiers of message board. There, there's premium, obviously, uh-huh. like like ours at at, at tigerillustrated dot com. Then there's free boards. Um, then there's Twitter, which is, I guess, basically a free message board, just not a team specific uh, uh-huh. message board. How how do you? What are some of the differences that you see in the discourse? I guess let's just start with premium message boards versus free message boards on a team level. Well, generally, I think like on a, the free board is where you're going to find the crazier stuff for obvious reasons, right? That's where you get a lot of drive-bys and people just coming on and saying crazy stuff because they can create an account for free. And you probably get a lot of trolls on there from other fan bases who come on and pose as, you know, a member of that fan base and put some crazy post on there. Um, so I, most of that is where you find the good, the good stuff (laughs) for me. Right. Um, and I think like the premium boards seem, you probably know better than I, I do, but the premium boards seem to be a place where you find, you know, more recruiting talk, um, maybe some more substantiated, uh, rumors or talk and maybe a little, um, 
a little higher level of conversation in terms of, um, you know, coaching schemes, personnel, those sorts of things. Uh, that's kind of my, my takeaway from the different kinds of boards. And I get it. I don't go to them, but I gather there's also Facebook boards and Reddit and all that stuff, which is probably even worse than the free boards um, in terms of craziness. But I don't. I haven't really spent a lot of time on those types of things. Why not? I don't know. I just, I, to be honest, I just haven't done it. I probably find some crazy stuff on there. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't really use Reddit, so I'm not yeah. really familiar with with Reddit, um, Facebook. I mean. I don't know. I, I, I guess I uh, I could maybe branch out there. I haven't felt like I needed to, but I would not um, recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I don't use Facebook personally, so that's one reason. Um, but uh, I, I'll bet you find some crazy stuff on there. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You know, I I've told other colleagues um, that you know there are all sorts of headaches that come with. Uh, with, with this business, um, but I don't think I could find another profession where I spend as much time a day laughing. Um, <laughs> and it's just there's so many funny things, and it's not just fans on message boards. It could be crazy stuff that coaches say. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm I'm just curious. Like, is a big part of this just so you can? entertain yourself and how much do you laugh uh i mean how much how, how much of your day is filled with 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 laughter as a result of this yeah i mean i get a kick out of it you know, but i find that some of the stuff that i think is the funniest doesn't really sell <laughs> as, as, as well as some of the other stuff but yeah i mean i I get a kick out of it. It's, uh, it's funny. And, um, you know, I, I guess I hope people understand that it's all in good fun. I think people kind of have understood that, that, it, you know, it's all in good fun just to, uh, see some of the crazy stuff that's out there and appreciate it and laugh at it. And, um, you know, uh, I do, uh, quite a bit. So I enjoy it. And I don't, I don't probably don't put a lot of stuff. I think is funny on there because I try to stay away from politics or, you know, um, some stuff that might, uh, might go south on me, but some of that stuff is the funniest and I, I don't post it just cause I don't, I don't want to go down that road, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's entertaining. Football season is grilling season, and Jack Oliver's Pool Spa and Patio is South Carolina's premier source for the big three. Weber, Traeger, and Big Green Egg Grills. Blackstone Griddles, too. I'm Jack Oliver. Grill all your tailgate favorites to perfection with a premium gas, charcoal, or pellet grill, then top it all off with something sizzling from your Blackstone Griddle. For grills, griddles, patio furniture, hot tubs, and saunas, shop in store or online at Jack Oliver's Pool Spa and Patio, Forest Drive in Columbia, and jackoliverpools.com. Another loyal supporter of the Dubcast is Blackacre Law Firm in Greenville, a subsidiary of Parm Smith & Archenthold. Blackacre helps South Carolina residents achieve their dreams of home ownership by providing experienced professional representation for real estate closings. Attention to detail is crucial in real estate law. Blackacre is committed to making sure nothing gets by them preparing residential or commercial closings. Blackacre also offers estate planning services for their clients in the Greenville area. Find out more about Blackacre at 864-326-3507. If you're in the Eastern Midlands and PD area and you're in any way interested in buying and selling a home, commercial property, land, need to consider reaching out to Uptown Realty. They're based out of Sumter and run by a friend of mine, Patrick Enzer, big Clemson guy, used to cover the Tigers in a newspaper capacity, longtime supporter of Tiger Illustrated, longtime listener to the Dubcast. The home buying process should be an enjoyable experience, so let Patrick and his staff do all the heavy lifting. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call 803-774-0435 or go to UptownRealtySC.com. 
Want to share a quick word about Founders Federal Credit Union? If you've been to a sporting event in Clemson, you've probably heard about Founders already. They are the official credit union partner of the Clemson Tigers. In addition to that, all Clemson faculty, staff, and students are eligible for membership as well as IPTA members. Matt Gross is a proud Clemson alum and the vice president for the Clemson market for Founders Federal Credit Union. Matt's office is located beside the Walmart neighborhood market on Old Greenville Highway in Clemson. For more information, go to foundersfcu.com. What about Twitter uh, discourse? How does how do you sort of how does that rank in terms of uh, do 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 you read uh, do, do you scroll that as well a lot? Do you look at all the comments and how does that um, sort of fit into the I guess intellectual <laughs> hierarchy of of uh, sports discourse in your mind? I don't really. Like I, I rarely will retweet other tweets or post tweets. Um, I don't really, I haven't really done that. Um, and and I guess part of it is I don't, I don't want to get into any sort of a conversation or debate or argument with someone yeah. when I post their tweet. If I post someone's message board they're probably never going to see it if i post a message <laughs> course they're probably not ever going to see it or they're not going to come out and own up to it and so um you know i don't have to worry about you know um having to get into some sort of a twitter feud to somebody because that's uh, certainly not what i would want to do like like hey that was me who called for lincoln rally's firing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, funny. I, I'm sure they're out there. I'm sure they see it, but no one ever comes on and owns up to it. <laughs> I want to quote. It would be funny. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that would be funny if someone would do it. I would quote uh, one you found from Oklahoma, Sooner 5030. The talent keeps getting better, but the teams are regressing each year. I think Riley is in over his head. He's either lost <laughs> or just too stubborn to look in the mirror and realize. What he is doing is not the answer. Our sunshine pumpers will just wait till next year, like always. LOL. <laughs> Lincoln Riley needs to bolt while he is still considered a great coach. I won't miss him at all. <laughs> I still think Baker Mayfield made Lincoln Riley. <laughs> right? I mean, part of me does want to have those people in the room and say, okay, tell me exactly <laughs> what you think is going to be better. Who you know? What's your plan here? Uh, who are you going to bring in? And, and explain to me why exactly Lincoln Riley's no good. That's what I would like. So I think it'd be interesting to make them defend themselves at some point. <laughs> right? Absolutely. There was another one um, you said was one of the, I guess, Hall of Famers from a Toledo uh, poster. His name. Oh, that was awesome. His name is Falcon Plucker. <laughs> so it's Coach Can Coach Candle, I guess is that a head coach? Is that their Toledo's like assistant? Yeah, I think okay. it's like their one of their coordinators or O line coach. I, I had uh. to look up who it was <laughs> when he posted it. Well, first of all, like what are you doing on Toledo's message board? Like I'm just I'm just curious. Like that's a that's a lot of uh, I mean you're all over the place. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I think someone sent that to me. Okay. I think someone Put, or they sent me the link and I went in and um, screenshot. I don't remember, but I think someone tipped me off onto that one because <laughs> that's not a place I would normally find myself. So, so the, the post goes, the post says, Coach Candle stopped at my house last night. Last night after some recreational peyote use, <laughs> peyote use, I let the dog out and sat down to contemplate life. After a few minutes, I heard a voice at the sliding door sliding door i have no idea where my dog went but coach candle was there i let i let him in and said coach what a surprise what brings you here he said that my pizza rolls and taco bells <laughs> smelled amazing and that he was starving i said help yourself the weird thing is that he just leaned against the counter eating tacos and pizza rolls without using his hands <laughs> i offered him a plate but he said, no, thanks. I said, while you're here, what are your thoughts on Saturday's matchup? Coach said, one game at a time. We need to play 60 minutes of good football. There are no easy games. We can't afford to look past this team. We need to score more points. 
offensively. <laughs> we need to ex- we need explosive plays. We need to be efficient with the ball. We need to stop the run. We need to pressure the quarterback. I was like, that is amazing, coach. Anything else? <laughs> he said, I need you there. I need you with that game. I heard how you put Toledo over the top against Michigan, and I need you there. I was like, yes, sir. I will be there. I will be there. My wife will be there. UT Jesus will be there. And 4,998 other of Toledo's finest will be there. Women, children, old people who think they're going to they're going to Branson will all be there. Before leaving, he turned, looked at me, and said, next man up, next man up. At some point, I fell asleep, and I'm not sure what the dog ate last night, but there was a hell of a mess. I will never forget Coach making a surprise visit. So tomorrow, it's time for all of us to shine. Let Notre Dame know that Toledo is in the house. Next man up, next man up. That is uh, that is a classic for sure. Yeah, that's probably one of the best. Uh, uh, yeah, it would it would be hard to top that one uh, so, for sure. So, do you do you have do you keep like a file of of, of like the best of and do you do you post a regular sort of uh, accounting of, of 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 the of some of the best that you've had over like a period of a week or a month or? Yeah, I keep my do. I usually will do it at the end of the month, and then like at the end of the year. Uh, I'll do one. So, um, you know, I don't, I did one for uh, the best of October, like the top 25 or something. And then I'll usually do it at the end of the year. I'll do like the hundred best of the year or something like that. Do you, uh, that, that one's probably a contender for the top. I would say, <laughs> do you, uh, I mean, I assume that you're having to pay for some of these subscriptions. Some. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, some. So I don't pay for all, but I do pay for some. Gotcha. And and you have, I assume that as you grow more popular, uh, you have more people who are sending you tips and um, screenshots and things like that? Yeah, and it's gotten more over the last, few weeks um, but I probably get two or three a day I don't use all the ones that get sent to me (laughs) but I'll get two three four a day sometimes Um, so that helps and I mean you could have like at this point you could hire an intern or something maybe (laughs) I could yeah I should think about it Uh, I might get to that point but uh, we're not quite there yet so when your eleven and seven year old daughters ask, "What what what are you doing?" Uh, how do you explain to them what this is? Oh, they don't know. They don't know. No, I, no they don't know. Um, <laughs> they probably just think I'm on on my phone. Um, uh, yeah, and they don't know. How about your wife? She doesn't really care. Uh, to be honest, when I'm home, I'm not really, I don't really do it that much when I'm at home. Um, when I'm at the office, I, it's when I do most of it. Um, so I really don't do it that much at home except for on Saturdays. Sometimes I'll like schedule some tweets to go out later at night, but I'll usually do it in the daytime. So I don't really do it that much when I'm at home. I try not to Is during the, the week at least. Yeah. Is there an end game here? Is there a way to monetize this? Are you monetizing it in any way? Those are all great questions that I don't really know the answer to. Um, in terms of, I, I didn't start with an end game, which I guess is a bad business plan. <laughs> um, so I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, what to do with it, if anything. Um, you know, it's not anything that uh, I've monetized yet. I've had people approach me with different things, but um, I haven't quite decided how I want to uh, go about it. So nothing yet, and I don't know um, what to do with it. I guess I need someone smarter than me to help me figure that out. Are you familiar with uh, freezing cold takes? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they were... I am. They were one of the sort of first to come up with a really cool idea of 
recognizing sort of lunacy. I guess mostly that's of sports writers who uh, who have a bunch of yeah, hot, that's hot great. <laughs> yeah, that feeds great. You know, and I don't know what he, um, uh, you know, what his his story is um, fully, or you know how he goes about it. But um, if I was even half as popular as that, that would be uh, that would be fantastic, probably. So do you have like a, you just enjoy the profile basically of it is really the, that's where you get your satisfaction, I guess, of, 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 of some of your, your, your creation uh, now having. I don't third. know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, cause that's all kind of happened so quickly that, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things I don't know right now. Um, I don't know how to continue or whether to continue or, you know, where to go uh, looking from here. I just, I honestly hadn't really been able to sit down and figure out what to do with it or, uh, but yeah, I guess right now it's just personal satisfaction, which seems kind of um, narcissistic, I guess. Um, I hope that's not the way it comes off. (laughs) I don't know if it's funny, I think, and you're getting, (laughs) and you're getting a lot of laughs out of it. I, I think that, chips away at some of the narcissistic uh, parts of it. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. What, uh, if you were to rank the craziest, I mean, you've said, you know, they're pretty much all the same, but surely there's a, in your mind, there's a hierarchy of, of some of the craziest uh, fan bases or message board inhabitants you want, to, you want to give it a shot and maybe give me a top five, well, top ten? Well, yeah, I mean, and really it's a matter of degree, right? So, and I do I, I do rank the message boards, and I'll, I'll have one that comes out um, at the end of the season, probably in December or January. So um, I won't give that away, but, I mean, I can list a few off and, no particular order, <laughs> um, but keeping in mind, keeping in mind, you know what really makes it is, you know, really the amount of traffic and the type of content that they have. Um, but you know, some of the good ones are obviously Texags um, is a good one. Um, Surly horns is funny. Say that um, again. Surly horns, which is a Texas board. Okay. It's funny. Um, uh, Tiger Droppings LSU is always good. Um, there is a University of Washington one called Hardcore Husky, which is hilarious, but rarely is the stuff fit for me to tweet out. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of out there. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's pretty funny. Um, so there's those um, dirt burglars, which is an Oklahoma one, is funny. Um, the Nebraska ones have all been good this year. Um, let's see, Kane's um, Insight with Miami. Those are all ones that are just coming to the, the top uh, top of my head right now, um, and they all get pretty high traffic, and uh, they can be entertaining. What do you make of what is going on at, at Florida right now? You know, I don't, I can't gather what, what they're going to do there. I, I have to think that they've got to keep Mullen at this point because they're almost too late in the game. I mean, who are they going to get? Unless they can outbid Miami for Kiffin. I don't, I, I don't know what's going to happen there. I mean, I know what everybody wants to happen, but, uh, I'm as curious as anybody to see what what the end game is there. My my guess is they just hire some new coordinators and run it back. Yeah, is that what you're looking for? Yeah, it's you're right. It's it's hard to guess. I mean, because okay, you're going to compete with LSU, USC, and uh, I mean whatever other jobs open up. um, I mean it's not exactly a good time to try to jump in the market unless you've got tons of money. So when the, a couple of weeks ago, when the, uh, pole assassin, uh, <laughs> story 
well, came out? Did you stop everything and <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There are certain events that make you drop everything and uh, <laughs> and uh, get on the message boards. And gosh, I can't even remember off the top of my head right now what some of the posts were on that. But there were a couple that were proved they were super funny. And I wish that uh, I could remember them off the top of my head. I didn't come prepared for that. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a good time uh, on the boards. Again, I had to, I try not to post any X rated stuff or anything that has a lot of cuss words or um, anything like that. So a lot of the stuff that was the funniest, I don't think I posted. <laughs> The wildest thing about that, well, not the wildest, but the most interesting thing was most sort of respected, established media outlets stayed away from it. And, <laughs> but everybody was talking about it. And yet, you know, there was really no hook there for, say, ESPN uh, to, to chase that or, or to, you know, to, to actually make it a story. And it was just bizarre because it was the topic for a couple of days, uh, everywhere, except you couldn't like, you couldn't find any story, about it, <laughs> including in the Texas media. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I, I think there might've just been, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it was about it that made it that, uh, you know, the mainstream media outlets didn't want to touch it. You know, I, I I suppose maybe they didn't want to touch because I think what made it so entertaining was there's the whole stripper element to it. Right? Yeah. If that's just a you know, if that's just his wife of 20 years who happened to have a monkey that bit a kid, you know, the story is really, you know, not that funny. Right. <laughs> but when you throw in that element and, you know, all that, then all of a sudden it's funny and maybe the mainstream media didn't want to, really go down that road I don't know <laughs> and then you have the stripper herself tweeting I guess that night saying relax everybody the monkey was vaccinated <laughs> <laughs> yeah that too yeah, I, I, and, I, and I don't think that any mainstream media wanted to have to say the word pole assassin um, on air <laughs> or in print and so they just <laughs> they probably just didn't want to go to go to air with that you seem to take a particular liking to uh, flight trackers uh, on, on message boards, including one that I have in front of me. Uh, I guess Is from that the Notre Dame one. It was LSU uh, from from yesterday. You say breaking news: it's happening. The plane has touched down in Norman, Lincoln Riley to LSU, and then you you post a screenshot. It says private jet just took off from. Just took off from BTR with no flight plan registered. Landed in Norman. We'll see where it lands, but it's heading straight to Norman. No tail number. Learjet 60. Get get in, balls. It's almost lunchtime. Update in all caps. It's begun its descent into the Norman OKC area. Update. Touchdown in Norman. <laughs> Those are the wildest. The people go to that extent. Man, they find one plane going anywhere near. Because there was one also from the Notre Dame where, and I don't know, this could have been a complete joke by the Notre Dame poster, but they posted one coming from South Bend to what they said was um, Baton Rouge. But apparently they didn't understand the map because it was like actually going to Florida um, or somewhere <laughs> over Florida. It wasn't even going to Baton Rouge. But uh, yeah, those flight trackers, I'm sure it's just going to get worse here in the in the coming days, people posting that and, you know, I still don't to be between us girls. I don't know if if those are people just posting that to get others riled up, or if they really, really think that they've cracked the case <laughs> <laughs> based on the the flight tracker. Um, it's yeah, those are funny posts. I've always been fascinated to know these people who are posting all the time you know, during weekdays on, on message boards, what, what do they do for a living? Oh, <laughs> well, they probably do the same thing I do. <laughs> they probably have, they probably have jobs and on one, one, one of their uh, monitors, they've got their work up and the other monitor, they've got, they've got message boards up or on their phone. Uh, phones are wonderful things. 
That's my guess. Who knows? Has this been the craziest college football season that, that you can remember? Just the, the, the tumult. I mean, it's just at the top. You Just when we thought we knew what, you know, the upper sort of tier was and it was going to be the same, it, everything just gets turned upside down. Turned upside down. Yeah, it's been wild. I mean, it started just with Texas and Oklahoma um, uh, going to the SEC, and it just got weirder after that. Um, yeah, it's been uh, it's been wild. Um, so it's been good for business, I suppose you could say. Um, just starting that, and then um, you know everything else with the coaching turnover, and you know they're. You know, there really doesn't seem to be, you know, a real dominant team outside of Georgia. So, you know, there's all that going on. And, um, you know, the playoff thing, are they going to expand, commerce expansion, all that stuff. Well, it's made for an interesting season. Seems like it's gone by pretty fast. Now, will you keep, uh, I guess, do you keep, I guess, office hours, so to speak, with (laughs) – with with your message board geniuses during the off season, or do you take a break? No, last year I just kept it going. There's still plenty of stuff. Sometimes it gets even crazier <laughs> in the off season because everybody's going to win the championship, or you know, you got um, you know all the recruiting deals. Um, yeah, uh, so I'll keep it going. Plus, there's college basketball. I'll do a little bit. Sometimes there's good stuff at college basketball. Um, so yeah, I'll keep up. Probably not nearly to the degree um, that I do now, but I'll keep posting stuff because there will still people posting on message boards. I guess the crazy college basketball fans—they're just sort of pockets of it. It's not as it's not as widespread as college football, or or not, or is that? No, not really. I mean, but you know, you saw Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Louisville. You know, Indiana. They're still pretty passionate about it, um, and so you still get stuff. Just not, not quite to the extent uh, that you do in football. But you know, you still get all the same type of stuff. So when Texas was losing to Kansas, uh, was that a stop the presses or stop everything you're doing and hop on the message boards at that very moment during that during that game? Yeah, it sucked because I think I was in a movie. Um, and so <laughs> I was just put on dark mode um, and kind of go for it. It was one of those things where you just kept waiting. Okay, well, you know, at some point Texas will will pull it out. It was kind of the same as when Texas A&M beat Alabama. I think I was in a movie on that one, too. And I kept looking at the score thinking, okay, at some point, you know, Alabama's going to gonna take over. And that's kind of what I thought with the – Texas, but it never did. So, so yeah, I don't think I gave it the proper attention that it deserved until after. But um, I don't know if you saw, but after there were some funny ones uh, from Texas, like the guy that wanted to fight the defensive coordinator. He wanted him to meet somewhere and fight. Um, um, there was some other one. Some guy had, like wrote a letter to all the players, basically telling them that they were. They were worthless. Oh, there was good stuff on there. I'm looking through. I can't find the one where he wanted to fight the. the oh yeah. Oh yeah. He had, if I remember right, he had a he had a meeting place and everything. <laughs> that was one of my favorite posts ever. Um, oh, I, I found it. I found it. PK is that the the assistant? Yeah. yeah. What's yeah, his? I, I can't think of the last name. Anyway, okay, the post goes, if you're on board anywhere, PK, I'll be in Austin this week. Let's effing throw down. If I win, you you get the F out of Texas and go back to the West Coast. If you win, you can stay and, and quote-unquote, coach your too high safety defense. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I'm going to kick your blank. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, that one's fantastic. That's one of my favorite ones. Oh, Pete Kwiatowski, I think is his name. And that's why they call him PK, because I don't think anyone knows how to say it. Or spell it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good post. Well, this is great. Um, 
I don't know if uh, if you have anything else you want to add, but but really appreciate your time and appreciate you giving uh, giving a lot of folks, including myself, a lot of laughs during the season. It's great stuff. <laughs> Well, enough about Sarah. I appreciate you having me on. It was good to talk to you. All right. Thanks to Pete and everything he does to uh, help keep everybody, including himself, entertained. Appreciate the very loyal and longtime support of our sponsors for helping make this happen. Most of all, thanks to all of you for hitting play on that thing every week. Be good. Be safe. Cheers.